All right, good morning, guys. This is Am I Late? And I'm your host, Anthony Capello. And uh, let's just start off right away by extending my most sincerest apologies. There was a technical error yesterday. I recorded the episode. I was quality proofing it, whatever. Which is, I guess that's kind of an oxymoron because this isn't quality. But I do, uh, I do a nice check, make sure everything's smooth before I, you know, put it out there for you guys. And the thing just deleted itself. It was ridiculous. I, I went into a little hissy fit, lasted about five minutes, and I was just sad for, I guess, another ten. But uh, I guess there's a silver lining in this because when I was going through this, so I was doing this thing where the co- the coolest thing happened on Tuesday. So if you remember, I was asking, or I was talking about how I would love to play music on here and push uh, push some bands that that I really love and I think the world should know more of. And uh, but you know, there's there's legal things that that happen. So I tweeted. I used the twitters. I tweeted at Thank You Scientist on Tuesday, and within an hour, they said, yeah, go for it. And by yeah, go for it, they're referring to my question, asking if I could use their music on on the show. So, I mean, that was just awesome. Made my day. Um, they're really awesome. So give them a listen. But anyway, I was I started yesterday's episode with one of their songs, one of my favorite songs of their new album. And uh, that's how the episode started. But the silver lining here, I guess, is doing my quality check. There was most of it sounded good, but there was some parts where it just kind of you heard uh, you heard some weird shit in the background. So I guess it was a good thing that it erased itself. Whatever. So we're kind of just gonna redo the episode minus the song and. Uh, Eventually we'll get some music in this, now that I know I can, from at least one band. Thanks, guys. Um, I gotta figure out how to make it sound real nice. So, after after we uh, did the song, gave the band a shout-out, then I wanted to, I wanted to do a, a, an update on the book I'm reading. It's Vodka Politics. And this, this book is really cool so far. It's gonna take me a bit to read it because it's pretty thick, but I'm already pretty engrossed in it. So basically the main the main uh, factoid we can talk about so far is uh, Stalin, you know, that, that crazy dude with the mustache. He, uh, he loved to use vodka as a weapon. And apparently this is not unique to his era of, of Russian domination. But he used it in a very interesting way. So he had his Politburo, which is uh, basically his closest advisors, uh, Nikita Khrushchev, who later became the premier. He was one of them. Uh, I'm sure you guys heard of a Molotov cocktail. Well, that is named after a dude in this Politburo. Uh, So anyway, he would forcibly keep his Politburo pretty soft, like all the time. Every time they'd meet, 
they just start ripping vodka shots. And, uh, and I think even Stalin would start switching to wine after a bit, just so he could stay a little bit sharper. But basically his idea was, I'm going to keep these guys wasted, because what happens when we're wasted? You start, you start talking a little looser, and you stop guarding your tongue a little bit. And Stalin was paranoid, paranoid that he was going to get deposed, there was going to be a coup d'etat, there was going to be some kind of mutiny in his ranks and he really didn't trust his closest advisors so that was he used vodka as a as a very potent strategy for keeping them kind of in disarray all the time so i just find that fascinating and another fun little tidbit vodka during the stalin regime accounted for one-third one-third of Russian GDP. That's insane. So, a little bit of a difference from his predecessor, Mr. Uh, Mr. Lenin, who abolished vodka, abolished all alcohol, thought it... I mean, it didn't think. It was a fact. It, it muddles the mind. And, uh, you know, obviously the guy who helped start communism thought that it was a, uh, a suppression on the proletariat and it, it kept them down and it was a vehicle of capitalism. Stalin didn't have those reservations. He drank all the time, every day. He even gave Winston Churchill a headache the day after he came for a meeting. And if you know Winston Churchill, you know he is a prodigious drinker, was a prodigious drinker, rest in peace. Um, so yeah, the book's, the book's really cool. It's going to take me a while. I'm going to, it's going to be a nice slow digestion of this, of this read. And I was thinking this morning that I'm going to start double fisting books because it's going to be one of those nice slow, it's a nonfiction read. That's how these things go. Um, so I think I'm going to pick up, uh, another Agatha Christie book. And let me tell you something about Agatha Christie. If you don't know who she is and you pretend to be a, a mystery novel reader look at yourself in the mirror and just say shame three times because she is the queen of mystery novels this is I, I mean in my humblest of opinions she is analogous to Tolkien and, and his impact on fantasy on the fantasy genre so please do yourself a favor if you like mystery novels pick up an Agatha Christie book she's incredible and if you need a starting point I suggest either And Then There Were None or there's a movie being made about this right now with uh, Kenneth Branagh the uh, prolific Shakespeare lover um, called Murder on the Orient Express I don't know how the movie's going to be it kind of looks like they're going to do one of those Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock jobs where they, they infuse action where it doesn't belong because, you know, Sherlock was a used his mind, not his fists. But not Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock. Whatever. I'm over it. So check out Agatha Christie. Unbelievable writer. She is the, I think, uh, one, one critic said it best, the, the queen of deception or something like that. So, now that we're, uh, you know, talking about books, 
and I'm going to throw in some comic books here. I, I think we as a reading society, or people that need to get into reading, we need to start really patronizing small bookstores and small comic book stores. And uh, it's the same story with any, any small business. You get a personal connection with the people that you're interacting with there. I mean, when you got, and I, let me just preface this by, I love, love Barnes and Noble. It's one of my favorite places in the world. But you're not gonna strike up a conversation really with the person stocking the shelves, making sure that all the books are in the correct order. They're there to really to work and not really to converse with you for an hour. On the flip side, I was in my local comic book store the other day. There was no one in the shop. So I talked to this guy for an hour about comic books. That was awesome. And, you know, they, they're very... They have similar passions that you do. Clearly, they built and own a comic book store. You're in there for comics. There's, you know, that, that real good connection going on there. So that's just really cool, you know, and then I, I paid him for his troubles, having to talk to me for an hour, poor soul, and I bought a couple comics. But, I mean, you just don't get that at your, at your big corporations. Um, support your local bookstores, support your, your local comic book stores, have a conversation. I got into um, the Dark Tower series because I went into my local bookstore and the dude's got this gorgeous, massive, dark tower painting with Roland holding his, you know, his, his hand cannon in one hand and his hands are crossed with a rose in the other because the, ro- the rose is one of the, the big uh, motifs in the, in the series. And that's one of the best book series I've ever read. It's really good. It takes a while. There's seven books and they're monsters, but well worth it. If you like fantasy and cowboys... Do it up, and usually those two don't. Uh, those two genres don't really mix, not that I've seen anyway. So that's what I, th- I. I love that stuff. Going to a local bookstore, local comic bookstore. It's just a different feel. There's a different atmosphere that I really appreciate. So go out and do that, especially especially during the holidays. Last year, I went to my local bookstore and I went nuts. This guy is great. He gives you a discount. You know, you don't get that at a Barnes and Noble unless they have you a coupon for you. But you know, you, you build these relationships. I got a box. The guy had to give me a box because I was just getting everyone gifts because they're cheap and it's what better gift than a book, right? Unless you can't read, then that would be a pretty shitty gift. But anyway, moving right along. Um, Want to give a shout out to my buddy Scott. We uh, we started going to the gym together. He, uh, he just switched to my gym. Uh, this would have been last night, but the episode deleted itself. So Tuesday night he came out with me. And uh, it's, it's really good to have a partner. You can motivate each other, bounce ideas off each other, all that stuff. Sweating and getting muscle tear and, oh, feels so good. Anyway, I uh, just want to reiterate back to comics Titan's Leap it's a brand new webcomic it's a sci-fi space drama my cousin Gerard he's an incredible talent I've been watching him draw ever since I was a kid 
and his style is so unique. He used to he used to do this thing where he'd be zoomed out on a like let's say there's this massive scene going on and then he'd he'd draw a square or a rectangle over one of the areas and it would zoom in on a one particular part of the battle or the scene, whatever's going on. And I just thought that was so cool as like an eight year old. I was like, this is mind blowing. Holy shit. Um, his, his style is incredible. And he's got this one panel right at the end where you just see space um, in the background. And it's, it's incredible. It takes him, you know, a good amount of work to, to do these. So it's going to be once a month where they release. But I tell you, I'm, I'm hooked. Only, only the little bit so far that's come out. He just, he just launched a Tuesday of this week. It's incredible. Please go check it out if you like comics, and especially if you like supporting um, indie comic comic book creators. It's called Titans Leap. You can find it at www.titanslap.com. And uh, I'll, I'll even put the I'll put the link in the description again. Go check that out. It's really cool. Can't wait to, to see where it goes. Um, so I want to. So I know the other episode, I, I made a joke that I don't have any sponsors, and I still don't. But my father happens to own a deli in Tom's River, so I am forcing him to be my very first sponsor. He sponsors me with love, and sometimes he'll uh, feed me. Um, and so I'm going to give a shout out to to our first official, unofficial sponsor, Gustoza Deli in Tom's River, New Jersey. 28 years almost in the business. It is an institution of Tom's River. Go check them out. Get your the greatest sub in the world and the greatest cannoli cream. And if you don't know what a cannoli is, you must not live in the tri-state area of New Jersey, New York, and I'd throw in Connecticut because the Pennsylvanians don't know how to make this shit. It is a, a shell filled with creamy joy with chocolate chip pieces in it. It is the greatest thing ever, especially his. I swear, I lived in Italy for four months back in college. They don't even make it as good as my father. And I'm not just saying this because the guy raised me and, you know, put a roof over my head for most of my life. It's that good. And uh, you, you need to go check it out. You can get there by punching in the address, 1 Plaza Drive, Tom's River, New Jersey. It's amazing. We're open seven days a week. And uh, it's just, you get that one-on-one relationship like I was talking about before. It's a small business. The people are personable. My dad's got a wicked mustache. Go check them out. So thank you for, for our sponsor, Gustoza Deli. Um, and I guess another thought I, I covered yesterday is Secret Santa or just like a random gift exchange, whatever you want to call it. This thing's great. It, if you're strapped for cash like I am, this is like the greatest concept in the world because you got to get people gifts because then you look like a schmuck on wheels if you don't because they're going to get you gifts. You can guarantee that because that's how the world works. Um, you pay, you get a gift for one person instead of 10 people or whatever. 
So if you if you want to be sneaky this holiday season because you don't want to spend a lot of money, try to propose doing a secret Santa with your group of friends or your family, maybe your cousins. Do it that way. You save. I'm going to be saving with my cousin, sister, brother-in-law, probably, definitely at least a hundred dollars. And I don't know about you, but a hundred dollars is a hundred dollars. I need that money. So try that out. I think it's cool. Um, damn, I was going to talk about something else. I had it. So this is what happens when you don't write things down. What was I going to talk about? Do you guys remember? Were you in my mind this morning? No? Hmm. Hmm. Well, anyway, let's give a time check. Uh-oh. I see cones ahead. This might be one of those random... Um, what is it? Registration checks, which is so obnoxious. They put this registration um, waypoint right on one of the busiest highways in this town that goes from like I don't know Camden area to Atlantic City it probably goes even higher than Camden right before work it's ridiculous so it slows everybody down and if if you're running a little bit late which we aren't you're gonna, you're gonna be late it's ridiculous people are intentionally screwing up people's days Unbelievable. But, luckily, we know some backwards. We're going to dip around that. Not that my registration isn't up to date. It sure is, but I'm not waiting in that line. That is silly. Okay. So, we're going to be good. We're, we're very early to work. Oh, I know what I was going to say. So, I wear... I pretty much wear a suit almost every day to work. Which is pretty cool, I guess. Um... But if you wear a suit, you know that there's really only a couple ways you can really flare out and show some personality, and that's your socks and your tie. And if you really want to get saucy, you can wear a bow tie, which I am currently doing right now. I love bow ties. They are so cool. They don't get in the way when you're eating food. I love them. But creating one can be such a pain in the ass. If you've ever tried to tie a bow tie, you know this. It took me 30 minutes watching various YouTube videos. Didn't take just one. Needed uh, to crowdsource this one. My arms were exhausted because you're just holding them up in that position. Your shoulders are burning. You're sweating. You're embarrassed because you can't figure this out. And then, out of nowhere... Something beautiful happens. This magic hole just appears behind the fabric of this tie. And that's where you're supposed to shoot the gap with the other end of the bow tie. And it just comes out of nowhere. I cannot explain it. I don't know where this thing comes from. But when you find that magic hole, stop getting dirty, guys. When you find it, you knew you, you know you did it right. And now you got yourself a completed bow tie. And it is one of the most gratifying feelings you could ever experience as a person wearing a bow tie because it's it's like I did this this is phenomenal people don't wear these things I'm going to be different and I know how to make this myself I don't know how to buy one of those stupid clip-ons 
clip-ons are the worst. They are analogous to just not caring about the way you look and your integrity. Um, oh, I, I remember. The other thing I wanted to talk about, I'm probably going to lose some followers here because of my, my views on the matter, but i got to get this off my chest. Flat Earth Society. Is this a massive troll, or are these people serious? Because I went on their Twitter account the other day, and I couldn't stop laughing. Shit's hilarious. If you want a good laugh, look up the Flat Earth Society. And I cannot tell if it's a giant troll or not. Because they're like, you know, oh, look, there's a lighthouse over there, and then 26 miles away, there's another lighthouse... And you can see the other lighthouse. How is that possible? Explain that, round earthers. What happened to the curve? Where's your curve? Clearly the earth is flat. It's, I, I swear, I, that was a legit argument on this, on this Twitter account. And then you got people like B.O.B. And, and I think Kyrie Irving, basketball player, B.O.B.'s a rapper. They're, they're in a plane and they're like, oh, this looks flat to me. You can't prove it. It's incredible. So... If you guys got some ideas on if this is, if there's like proof that this is a troll, please let me know because it's racking my brain and I'm starting to lose faith in humanity. <laughs> That's a joke. I've already lost faith in humanity. Anyway, guys, I am very early. Um, thank you again for bearing with me. I know you must have all been crestfallen yesterday when there was no episode. My sincerest heartfelt apologies. And to make it up to you guys, I'm going to do something that I didn't think I'd ever do. I'm going to make the rest of this month's episodes completely free. All right? 100% free. This is an incredible deal. Now, you guys know it's going to be free because who the hell would pay me to do this? Anyway, guys, I love you. I am not late. And uh, hopefully, if there's no nonsense, I'll see you tomorrow. All right. Bye.